Hello and welcome to Connecting to Host, where we have our second special little episode in a row. Uh, today we're going to be discussing the co-op games we're most excited for in 2018. Um, now obviously we discussed this sort of thing uh, probably about 20 episodes ago, I should imagine, when it was the E3 episode, mm. where we talked a lot about games we were excited about. And I have a feeling we might be mentioning some of those again here because so many games this year seem to have been delayed until next year but hopefully we've got a few exciting bits and pieces to talk about we've got a few new games that we now know more about than we did then uh, so hopefully you'll find this episode of interest if you're interested in carbon multiplayer games and if you're not then you probably should be listening to this podcast because it's <laughs> uh, light on anything else anyway john do you want to kick us off with our first game that we're going to talk about that's coming up next year hopefully yeah sure so i mean this has to be the first one we talk about because it's the only game which is exclusively co-op um and this is <laughs> it's also the only game that's exclusively been announced with the rather interesting rallying cry of fuck the oscars oh <laughs> yes i i love that guy yusef uh, fares Whenever he gets up on stage, I'm like, I need to watch this because he's so passionate <laughs> about this game. Uh, but if, you, if you're not sure what we're talking about, the game is uh, A Way Out. Uh, it's coming out in March 2018 on all the three main players, PC, Xbox One and PS4. And it's uh, possibly the first game, right, where you have to play it with two players. So it's a cooperative only game, which you have to play with two players. And the game is always in split screen, even if you're playing online. So you can play it locally or you can play it online. When you play it online, what you see is essentially the same as if you're playing it split screen locally. Uh, and what's also pretty cool, which uh, Yosef swore about and, and mentioned in his massive rant about EA <laughs> before he's realized he's paying, he's getting paid by EA. So he had to turn it all around, which I thought he was very respectful, actually, even though he was like, it was a good about turn. Boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, shit, they're paying me, but they're good guys. <laughs> They always do right by me, but, you know, <laughs> Battlefront's a fucking disaster. But they've always been good with me. <laughs> if somehow you've missed it and, and you have not seen that video yet, type in Joseph Fares Game Awards 2017 and watch his six-minute rant. You will not recommend it. In fact, it's so good. You should go do it now and come back. I mean, yeah, just pa pause and come back. Yeah, we'll still yeah, It's it. great, it's right? Fine. It was really good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, so that's great, and uh, and it's cool that you can just buy one copy and play it with your friend, even online. So you, if you're going to play it with a mate, you don't have to buy two copies. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Story based game set in the early seventies. Uh, kicks off with a prison break. I mean, it's called a way out, and I think a, a big chunk of the game to start with is going to be about breaking out of prison with someone that you don't know. So the two characters don't know each other to start with, I think, uh, but they'll get to know each other better as the story progresses. And then once you've broken out of prison, they they start on a bigger quest. I think either, I'm not entirely sure what, but there's like lots of little hints, and I guess that's part of it because it's going to be a very story-driven game. But one of the examples they give is where there's a, a robbery, uh, which they're committing as part of their... They've escaped, maybe they need to get stuff, resources to go further, yeah. um, back to their family and things. But there's a robbery, and it looks like it's a super high level of control and how you do that so you might be playing the gung-ho hey let's just go in and put a shotgun on their face and i'll be like, no, like no, me. no 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 <laughs> let's go and cut all the phone wires and tell all the innocent people to get out so we can do this properly too uh, late i've shotgunned them bang <laughs> <laughs> no smart pistol in oh, this game ben. shit the alarms have gone <laughs> off <laughs> but it looks really good and i think uh the the co-op element is going to be second to none from what I've seen. There's going to be a lot of scenes where 
the other players in the shit, or you've got to like discard, distract the guard maybe while I'm sneaking in to get the key off his belt, and you have to keep talking to him. And lots of time sequences, maybe you can see I've already got about 10 seconds before the guard comes back, so you're going to try and do something to get his attention and things. Looks like it's going to be really good, and uh, yeah, very cinematic. Probably not super long, I don't, I don't know. Have you did, have you played his previous game? Was it a Tale of Two Brothers? Which ironically is a single player game. I, <laughs> I think um, I've only ever heard good things about it. Um, I think it came out on iOS. Did it come out on iOS? Or did I make that up? I think it did I think at it some did. point. Yeah, I kept meaning to I kept meaning to pick it up, but just never got around to it. I, to be honest, it's probably the sort of game I own in my Steam library. I've probably been given it for free <laughs> at some point. Seems uh, like the sort of thing that is probably in my Steam library, but just yeah. buried. <laughs> Uh, I should give it a try. I will. I, I I'm going to commit. I'm going to. If I haven't got it already, I'm going to buy it in the Steam sale and I'm going to play it before we jump into this. Nice. I like it. But yeah, I think it'll be good to compare it with his previous game because uh, he seems really passionate and he used to be a, a movie a movie guy. So it's nice to see him. Uh, latch yeah, he seems the an games. interesting chap. <laughs> yeah, there was a. I mean, he, some great quotes from from things that I've watched recently uh, with him talking about the game. Not not the the Game Awards, but other things. And he just sort of says things like, uh, really in things that make me very positive about the experience. And maybe it's mm. just his passion wearing off, but it's like he says, uh, you know, there's a place for drop-in, drop-out multiplayer, but this isn't it. <laughs> no. This is, you and your friend are going to experience a story together, like playing something like Uncharted, but you're going to do it with a friend. And I, that, that's, that's kind of cool, because most multiplayer games, he's right, are, uh, you know what, Drop in when you're level 50, we'll get to level 60 together and then we'll go off and do our own thing again. But this is it's very much like, um, like I've enjoyed us playing Dying Light together, but because you've mm. already played it through once, you kind of know what's happening. And so the story will be happening and you'll be like, oh, yeah, you can ignore this, but we're going to do this bit now and then go over here. And all oh, this is this mechanic and this is this mechanic. It's like uh, you're not sort of like <laughs> discovering it for yourself, whereas mm. two people playing a game like this together when neither has experienced it for the first time. I think would be really interesting because it's very much like you know together you're getting to grips with the game rather than already having some knowledge of it. Because even with things like Far Cry or you know a lot of games, you have to play a certain amount. I think even Dying Light, you have to play like mm. half an hour before you can do that, so they can teach you the basics of it. And it'd be kind of nice to play a game where you you know are forced to do that together. It's yeah. funny though. I, I thought of a game which does do this to an extent which is um, keep talking and nobody explodes because you mm -hmm. can only play that multiplayer. <laughs> so uh, Very true. Very that's true. the only one I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, there's you all kinds of own, online shooters that you can only play multiplayer, yeah. but they're not co-op experience. It's very different. No, it sounds exciting. When's that coming out? Uh, so that's coming out in March, end of March 2018. So. Nice. I've driven we, on about it enough, so maybe do we, do we think it will actually come out then, or is it likely to be one that's delayed? I think so. I think the ones that are coming out Q one Q two, especially if they have an actual date attached to it, the probability is reasonably high. A couple yeah. that we talk about later that are coming out Q four, <laughs> I suspect we'll be talking about those next year on our what we're looking forward <laughs> to in twenty nineteen. <laughs> oh, exciting! All right, well, I'm going to mention one now that um, we talked about in our E three episode because I was. I think I was on the fence about it at the time. Uh, so it's a Microsoft published exclusive by Rare. So it's Windows and Xbox One only, which is why I think I was slightly apprehensive about it because it's going to be Windows Store and Xbox One. Uh, and that is Sea of Thieves, 
uh, which is supposedly <laughs> coming out 20th March 2018, but has been delayed twice now. <laughs> Maybe twice. It was definitely supposed to be coming out this year, but is now March. So, I mean, I've watched a few of the developer diaries about this game. Um, I'm still not 100% clear on how the game is going to play out overall because I've not watched any more recently. Um, but what I have seen of it looked exceptionally fun. Like, I can see it being a really good game where I think it'd be good with two people. I think it'd be better with three or four when you can man mm. an entire ship yourself. I yeah. don't know if the two of us on our own will be able to crew a whole ship or whether we'll get bots with us or randoms. I have Sorry, no Ben. I'll do the work of three like normal and you can do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I was talking to my wife earlier. I said, oh, we're recording this episode this evening. And she's like, oh, what games are you going to talk about? And I was like, oh, um, I'm going to be mentioning Sea of Thieves, which is a pirate simulator. And she went, oh, yeah, that, that sounds like something to be up your street. I said, only if I can be the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Me just going around making swabby John go and do all the work. <laughs> It's going to be like a hook and shmee thing. You'll you'll be uh... <laughs> shmee. That's not right. It's called smee. Sorry, shmee is uh, Anakin Skywalker's mother. That's completely different. Anyway, <laughs> it's tangent. Good knowledge. Good knowledge, Ben. Good knowledge. I I have fantastic knowledge of episode two. Anyway, Sea of Thieves. It's some sort of pirate simulator. Think Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but with less sea shanties and more fun. That's how I would pitch it. Um, looks to have some interesting mechanics. I noticed in one of the developer diaries I watched, whenever they died, they seemed to go into like this weird uh, ghost world where it was mm. like a big ghost ship and stuff. And whenever that happened, their screen turned off and they cut away back to someone that was alive that they didn't show any of that stuff. Um, and so I'm intrigued about that. I think that'd be really interesting. There's going to be some sort of revival mechanic or you get to haunt people afterwards. I don't know. Uh, but it could be really good it's either going to be a really really good game or it's going to be a fantastic disappointment because it's a Microsoft exclusive and you know (laughs) they they don't tend to go down well Uh, so it's going to go one way or the other I'm excited for that I am interested I think I will probably buy a digital copy of it so I get it on both Xbox One and Windows 10 so we can compare and contrast and play however we want to depending on which copy you get but uh, i am excited for it yeah i think i'll get the same because i mean uh, my only real worry about it is that like you say it's going to be better with three or four players but fortunately we have friends on xbox and i think uh, i think they'll be up for a night of this so yeah we can extend to four if uh, if we don't think it works two of us and then give it a yeah. more well hopefully it will though i mean I, yeah hopefully it'll just be like you can get some bots to help you out but I don't know. I really should have done more research before I talked about that game. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. You should be excited too, dear listener. <laughs> you should be excited as well. So what's our next game, John? What have you got? Yeah, so next up is a game which I was actually pretty surprised to see. I think we mentioned it in the E3, in the E3 special as well, but only briefly because I hadn't done hardly any research on it then. But I've done uh, quite a bit more since. And that is State of Decay 2, which is coming sometime Q2. 2018 slightly flexible release date there so potentially q3 but they say q2 so i'll believe them because i want it to be true uh it's going to be a windows and xbox one exclusive because i think the first one was published as an xbox live arcade game on the xbox 360 right so it was um, a long time ago jesus 
<laughs> it was. You can get it on Steam now on PC, uh, and then they and they also have like a, a slightly remastered version. And I say slightly because I don't think it's a, a vast a vast difference. It still doesn't run no. ultra wide or anything. Um, but it was originally a Xbox arcade game, and it was an open world zombie survival game where you would run around and you would sort of find i mean you run around to a ranger's cabin to start with find some survivors you play the whole dummy oh zombies oh what the fuck's going on i have no idea what these are what could possibly be happening because <laughs> it's 2014 again a zombie game <laughs> it, yeah i mean this the original must have been 20 i, don't, I have no idea but i'm guessing like 2012 or something because it was a long time ago so i feel like um, the joke must have been made a hundred times before but it is kind of ironic that the zombie genre literally doesn't die <laughs> it just keeps coming back year after year yeah it's uh it's been a quiet year for zombies this last year or two, and there's two zombie games on our list this year. Come on, we, we all know there's got to be a Battle Royale zombie game coming any day now. There's got to be. <laughs> Everything Battle Royale. Uh, but yeah, so the original State of Decay, you uh, you would run between outposts. Or, yeah, you know, and you it's all about building up your kind of community and then trying to get resources to take back to your outposts. You can go into buildings and kind of barricade the windows to keep them a bit safer and stuff. So it's a, a lot about this kind of open world base building and it would have been an amazing co-op game, but it was single player only. So obviously it wouldn't be on this podcast if the sequel wasn't going to be a co-op game. And now you'll be able to play it with up to three of your friends. So four player co-op and they've got a much bigger team. Team is four times as big roughly as what made the original. So now they have three different maps. Each one is the same size as the map of the original, which is pretty big. Uh, you play as a community of characters. So there's a bunch of interesting traits that make this game cool. Uh, it's a third-person game where you run around open world zombie survival with lots of base building. So that's the premise. Uh, it's you know lots of running to a base, trying to fortify it, figuring out it's not really good enough or it's been worn down, and then going to another base. Uh, but you actually play as a community of characters, each with their own sort of developing, leveling up traits and skills. And the game has permadeath. <laughs> so if one of your characters in your community dies, then you can't play him anymore. Nice. Uh, and he's dead. And obviously you have to try and find new survivors to, to keep fleshing out your community. And now what's super interesting is you can play an online co-op, so you can take your character with you into someone else's world. You can even send up a flare, which they show in the trailer, which is cool, but it's actually a gameplay mechanic, which is like, shit, I need help. <laughs> and other players can drop into your game to help you. Uh, there's no friendly fire, so if they come in to help you, they can't fuck you over. Yeah. Yeah. They could theoretically run around and find zombies and lure them towards you, but assuming they don't try and grief you, they'll you nice. know, hopefully help you. Uh, but like I say, even if you take your character to someone else's game and they die, dead forever. <laughs> so... Um, quite interesting because it's going to build up this relationship with your characters and mm. then you know you're oh shit i don't want to put it i think it's going to make people play really defensively which is nice because that's realistic right? how it should be yeah. yeah yeah and then what's also kind of like an really... XCOM when you get attached to your certain mm. people and you're like oh there's a big mission and they're my best person because they've got the best skills <laughs> but i kind of don't want to use them because if i fuck this up <laughs> Yeah, don't want to lose that person. <laughs> and then you have that whole trade-off. So that could be really interesting in a game like this. Don't see many, um, you know, games like this that have that mechanic. It seems to be very much relegated to like the real-time strategy kind of game at the moment. And I think what's going to be what's super cool is there's going to be some bad guys which will be fairly 
uh, not quite unique, but they'll they'll be pretty rare. Uh, and they will have the blood plague. And so I think normally it's like if you die, you come back as a zombie. But if you get bitten, you don't. I think that's basically the rule, hmm. right? Uh, but if you get the blood plague, then you're then you're going to turn to a zombie at some point, regardless. Hmm. And there are ways to cure the characters to get blood plague, but I think it's going to take a lot of resources. Like you can first take them to an infirmary and you can sort of stave off the infection. And if you get enough of the right resources, you can cure them. But there's also a great clip in one of the trailers showing one of the guys who's about to turn. And you have to make the choice. Like, do you want to execute them or just exile them from your community and sort of send them off on their own? (laughs) But that sounds like a really emotional, like... (laughs) moment where you like this guy you built up for 10 hours you're like shit it's not even a part of the story right it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just the emergent gameplay but yeah i know you'd be a bastard but oh know, yeah <laughs> i think there's no choice other than to execute them to be fair where well, you know what's coming but maybe there's going to be some twists uh but yeah it's also going to be a uh, xbox play anywhere so i think i'll probably buy it on nice. the microsoft store and then i can yeah do that same little with... dance as usual yeah, yeah. Lament at how poor the Windows store is, and how <laughs> terrible games seem to be that run in it, but at least it's still better than playing it on an Xbox. But <laughs> uh, you say I that, mean, all of these then... times, I mean, hopefully Xbox One X versions, aren't they? Because they're going to be mm. late, so they're going to be all you know, geared up to that kind of thing. Yeah, and that's, that's ultimately the, another good reason, right? I mean, one, the co-op. I've got friends on Xbox and friends on PC. This lets me play with both. But also, it's going to be inevitable that I'm going to be getting a 4K TV and uh, and an Xbox One X at some point. I mean, I'm not committing to to when yet. Uh, Going to have surely. to be by March 23rd so we can play Sea of Thieves in 4K. Surely, <laughs> surely, 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 surely yeah. with a S H O R E just to get that little <laughs> shoreline pun in. To be sure, to be sure. <laughs> no, so oh. zombies and pirates. What's next on our list, Ben? Uh, cultists. 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 We're going over to Far Cry 5, coming out on Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Another game that's been delayed already. Uh, This was supposed to be coming out February, I think, and now it's March. I think it was originally supposed to be... Actually, no, I don't think it was ever supposed to be this year. I think it's only had one delay so far, Mm -hmm. and it was only a month. So we'll let Ubisoft off for this one. And I I would always say delay... Ubisoft aren't a company to delay a game. They'll release it and it just won't be finished. <laughs> They'll patch it later. So <laughs> I have no doubt that this will come out on 27th March. <laughs> no doubt at all. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that I would always take a delay over a not finished game. But equally, <laughs> they will fix it and finish it there. You know, Eventually. They yeah. always deliver. So maybe maybe we'll buy it in June and play it and in July. <laughs> to be fair, there's not been a Far Cry game since Far Cry Primal. And that was... A fairly small game in the series. I mean, Far Cry 4 was a huge game. Um, so it's not like Assassin's Creed where they're churning them out yearly. Mm. Um, although, obviously, with the last one, they've had like the two year break, which has helped dramatically to improve quality. Um, so hopefully, this will be a similar type of thing. But I mean, it's, but in, it's. In Far Cry Primal, they dropped the multiplayer, right? So, what's the multiplayer going to be like did. in this one? Well, that's the thing. So, uh, Far Cry 4 had multiplayer. But it was like a weird co-op thing where you had to play for two hours and then a guy turned up who was a bit crazy and then you could basically do co-op missions with him. So if we played together, we'd both be playing as the main character and mm-hmm. the other person would appear as the 
other person, basically. So you could have the two of you in the same world. But it's kind yeah. of like a bit bit Halo-like where you have the two people, but you're always Master Chief, and then one of them just disappears for the cutscenes. <laughs> um, so, and it was only like a limited number of missions. It wasn't the whole campaign or anything. It was just like, here are a few limited bits we could do. It was mainly like outposts and stuff. Uh, and didn't all sink back the grind. and forth. Yeah, so, you know, big fortress that you want to clear out. Uh, you could get, like, uh, your tokens to get, like, NPCs to come and help you out to clear it. Um, or you could ask your friend to drop in and help you clear it that mm. way. We were always going to play it, but we just never got around to it. And I got to the point where I can do it now, so I just need you to get to that <laughs> point, and then we can actually do it, um, which would be fun, maybe. Um, but anyway, Far Cry 5 is full co-op you could do the whole campaign together in co-op there's still that limitation of all these big open world games with co-op like this in that uh you'll have to get about an hour through before you can mm. do that um so get through like, the prologue or tutorial mission um and the other part the usual bullshitty thing of your progress does not sync equally between the two of you <laughs> so you will be helping uh... unlock things in one person's game but they won't be unlocking in yours um, and it's still not clear exactly how the characters are going to work because this one, unlike previous games where you are a character in the world, you are a you know a written story part. In this one, I believe there's a certain amount of character creation that can be done. So mm-hmm. you can customize how you look and outfits and background a little bit. Uh, so it may be that you can be you know completely individual people in the world and do stuff together. Um, but I, I think I'm definitely going to be buying this game on launch day. I'm massively excited for a new single-player Far Cry game. Um, mm-hmm. So I will probably burst through it in a couple of weeks and be done with it. Um, and then I would imagine that we will pick it up and play co-op and I'll just have a separate save as my co-op. And we'll yeah, go through yeah. and do that exact thing I just mentioned about Dying Light, where we'll go through it and I'll be like, oh, this is a really cool bit. This is where we get the plane. And you'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try not to give you spoilers, but I, I'm no, happy no, no. to tell you when a bit is not worth watching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's tricky. I mean, it's just the nature of multiplayer games. These big, immersive, cinematic-style games, or even things like Neverwinter Nights, where they're quite text-heavy, with two people, you'd spend a lot of time in silence just reading text and being like, ah, I have a good feeling of the story now. Mm. Now we can talk more and play a bit more of the game. Um, whereas we tend to just like blasting through it and be like, oh, these gameplay mechanics are pretty good. We should talk about this on our podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just More different for us, I guess. Up, yeah. But Far Cry 5, I'm massively excited for it. It's supposed to be coming out end of March. Um, hopefully the co-op will be good, but there could be some bullshit in there. Things could go awry. So we'll see uh, how it pans out, but I'm excited for it. Now, my last two games, I'm going to preempt them a little bit with uh, they're they're a little bit wild cardy. So <laughs> while I'm I'm tentatively excited, I would go as far as saying rather than full out excited like the first two. Uh, the first one is Anthem. Now, this is a game which looks on paper a lot like Destiny, but made by one of my favorite studios, Bioware, which puts me in a little bit of a, a dilemma because I'm not quite sure how it's going to be. But it's coming out in Q4 2018, <coughs> 2019, 
Q1. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, um, I'll be massively surprised if this launches this year. Mm, well, next year. And they showed it off at E3. That with the the reveal was at E3 actually this year. So that's quite a. Yeah, it's quite fresh off the press still, I guess. And the premise is that you uh, there are a bunch of humans living inside of the wall. Uh, and outside the wall, there's huge, dangerous, savage animals and ruthless marauders. Uh, and the players will play as... Oh, what do they call them? Um, freelancers, I think they call them in the trailer or somewhere. Somewhere I read online. Uh, freelancers who basically wear Iron Man-like suits hmm. with jetpacks on the back. And they go out to explore lost ruins, go and kill bad monsters, and just do missions, I guess. Uh, some of the thing, I mean, the game looks fucking gorgeous. <laughs> there is no doubting it. I mean, it, it makes it makes Destiny look like shit. Uh, shit, <laughs> and maybe it won't look like it when it actually comes out because maybe it's because you know, it was an E3 trailer. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> we all we but... all know how how accurate those are. To... <laughs> release quality <laughs> which is really <laughs> <laughs> but if it looks anything like it it's going to look gorgeous and they had uh it's clearly like a hey let's show off your new 4k xbox but they had um <laughs> these huge weather events that reminded me of gears of war 4 where they have these storms and they have what's called shaper storms and i think they actually alter the terrain while you're playing so it's not just that's like pretty cool storms but they they will move like the earth will crack and things and move around so um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's in terms of gameplay, it's it looks quite a lot like Destiny. I'm not going to lie. I'm really hoping there's more RPG to it because it's a Bioware game. I'm aware that's a dream and maybe not a reality, but that's why I'm tentatively excited. Uh, lots of flying around, lots of collecting loot. You know, there was a fucking cringeworthy moment in the trailer where uh, it's just like you know, because it's obviously people playing it, and it looks it looks fun. You know, this is the worst bit. It looks fun. And then, and then, like one of the characters picks up uh, a gun. She's like, "Oh, oh, a level forty-seven iron gun or whatever it is. How exciting!" The other guy's, "All right." I'm like, "No, no." The reality, yo, yo. Is... <laughs> the reality of these games is you're gonna go fucking bullshit. I've got three of these. <laughs> reality is you're you are... like, "Oh, I can't stand this fucking inventory management. It's number higher than that one. It does plus." Six in this, but minus five. Oh, I don't care. Just sell it for parts. Come on, we're still in and World you, One. And even if you do get a gun you want, your response is never that emphatic. You know, it's yeah. not the sort of cinema like, "Oh wow, man, look what I got." It's more. The like, only exception in a Bioware game is Knights of the Old Republic when you finally get your hands on a fucking lightsaber, <laughs> and you're like, "Yes, yes," and it's in parts and it's this broken and it doesn't actually work, and you like turn to it. God damn it, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that was cringeworthy. But it, it looks fun, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit disappointed with Destiny 2, hence it didn't appear on our previous show, which was our best games of 2017. Um, I did, I mean, I enjoyed the first Destiny. Destiny 2 just didn't do anything new, a little bit loot boxy. That That is a massive concern of mine with this game. It's being published by EA, yes, made by Bioware, but... I won't say too much more, but we know what's happened recently with EA and microtransactions. I, I also so, have a worry there, though. I mean, what was the last thing Bioware made? Mass Effect Mass Andromeda. Effect. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda with Destiny Mechanics, published by EA. I'm like... Mm, mm, mm. 
can't say I'm that anticipatory of it. But also, I mean, I, I hated Destiny. I just didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't like it. I don't like MMOs. I don't <laughs> like seeing other people in my world that I haven't invited. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm not excited in the least for this game, but I'm happy <laughs> to be persuaded otherwise. This is going to be one of those tech magpie moments. It's going to be yeah, one of those things yeah. where you, <laughs> launch day will come and I'll text you saying, just pre-ordered Anthem, like 60 quid direct from Xbox. <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? But you told me for six months you didn't want it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you just see a bunch of screenshots and you'll be like, it's too gorgeous. Yeah. And they'll be, they'll be like, oh yeah, this is also 4K HDR on your Xbox. Like, must have this. <laughs> that's how Destiny got me. <laughs> but then we mustn't forget, that's also how Watch Dogs got me and I've regretted that ever since. So, yeah. don't be hasty, Master Mary. <laughs> But you will. I will be, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to talk about a game now that oh, I can't wait. And to be honest, I don't even know why I'm putting it in this list because it doesn't even have an announced multiplayer yet. But if it doesn't have multiplayer, I will eat my own testicles because it's <laughs> like... I'll, I'll tell you the game first. Red Dead Redemption 2. Not a chance oh. in hell that it does not have an online mode. A, Red Dead Redemption did, and it was amazing. B, GTA makes all of its money from GTA Online. Yeah. To yeah. the extent that I went to see uh, the new Star Wars film at the IMAX last weekend. And before the film came on, there was a trailer for the new heist in GTA Online. I was like, <laughs> how have they got a trailer on the IMAX? And it looked utterly <laughs> shit, because the graphics are obviously it's not like updated for Xbox mm. One X or anything. It's like a five-year-old game. And it's like this massive trailer of all these blocky people walking around. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are they advertising this here? Mm. So weird. Um, piece of free DLC. Um, anyway, so uh, I am massively excited for Red Dead Redemption 2. Massively so. It's going to be the best single-player game ever made because I loved the first one. The multiplayer was exceptionally good. I am mm. deeply worried that they're going to ruin it with GTA Online, loot boxy, shark card, microtransaction bollocks, because of course they're going to, because that's where they get all their money these days. Um, but it's a shame, because the first Red Dead Redemption, the multiplayer was sublime. You just plopped mm. yourself into the world, and then you wandered around, and you were like, oh, I'll just go over here. Oh, there's some bandits to kill. Uh, you could round up a posse with all your friends and ride around just shooting shit up. Or you could go to the tavern and play poker or throw horseshoes or do any of a million different things. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, I only so... played uh, three or four hours of the single player in that game. And I, I really wish I'd played more. And I still want to play more. I might have to put it in my Xbox One and or buy it and download it. I think yep. I've still got the disc. But uh, we played actually probably twelve or twenty hours of the online stuff. <laughs> just the online was brilliant. It. it was so good. I, I played. It was probably the first game I think I played with like a group of people regularly. Mm. Where every Tuesday I think it was we'd go online and play, and we were called the Whiskey Boys, <laughs> and uh, our posse's motto was "The living shall envy the dead." <laughs> and, and, then they brought out, and, and then, then they, they did they the undead nightmare. nightmares. Yeah. And we played the Horde mode, and that was great as well. A lot of fun. Um, I think it's going to be a very, very different online experience this time around. I think it's going to be a lot more GTA Online, um, obviously. Yeah. They've already got stuff in GTA Online where you can unlock uh, weapons in Red Dead Redemption 2 by doing quests and stuff. 
So there's a lot of crossover. It looks like it's going to go that way. We don't yet know if it's going to get a PC release, although I would be shocked if it didn't come to PC, but it'll probably be about six months afterwards. Yeah. And the same they did with GTA V. I mean, Red Dead Redemption famously never came to PC, but things have changed now for them. I think that they'd be missing a trick if they didn't do that. So, yeah, um, yeah Red Dead Redemption, I'm just... Uh, I'm massively excited more for the single player than anything, but if the multiplayer is good, um, I would definitely be excited to play it. Yeah, I, I'm, I've read somewhere, I'm sure... I mean, I've read a bunch of places that says it has multiplayer. No, Obviously no hint as to what sort of multiplayer, it's and it could be rumour. But, uh, they've announced I like nothing. I, I, the only things they've ever announced are the teaser trailer, and then they did a full trailer, and they've said mm. nothing beyond any of that because they don't demo it at E3 or do anything like that. They just announce it on their own stuff because they're rock star and that's <laughs> their prerogative. Uh, but it's but definitely going to have... I mean, if it didn't have online, it would be yeah. utterly crazy. Utterly yeah, crazy. yeah. I just hope they find a really nice middle ground between uh, something they can monetize and something which is like the old one. <laughs> yeah. The old one was perfect. I, Yeah. <laughs> Enough said about it. But uh, that might, I mean, I've been playing the original Red Dead Redemption again recently because the storytelling is still so good. The campaign is amazing. Mm. Even playing it, I'm, I mean, I'm playing obviously the Xbox 360 version backwards compatible on the Xbox One and it looks really good still. I mean, it's, you know, uh, pixely because <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, pretty low res, uh, but it's still good and the acting and stuff's brilliant on it. So seeing that updated is going to be fantastic. But we could probably still play it online. I think it's yeah, still no. all going. So that might be Just fun to try. Just as a side note, there was a really interesting Digital Foundry art, uh, video about how they do upscaling for the Xbox 360 games on the Xbox One X. So, oh, um, yeah, I've got that in my I'm not sure watch. If you've, not sure if you've tried it since you got it on the Xbox One X or if there's a new update coming at some point. But it should look significantly better than it did on the Xbox One. because It looks really similar to be honest um and load times were exactly the same because i did an mm. article where i was checking the load times but anyway let's uh, yeah. let's crack on because we're we've still got another game to go we do just one more full game uh which i'm not going to talk too long about because it's uh it's it's the most wild card of the list if the last two were a little bit of a wild card this is mm, <laughs> but i'm intrigued and as long as it's not zombies list. Uh, basically is but uh <laughs> it's a uh, base building zombie survival game but it's it's not actually zombies but it's um coming out in february on all three major platforms windows ps4 xbox and it's the first metal gear game since kojima left in 2015 uh konami i guess uh left is is, is an interesting term in the <laughs> with the backstory but it's metal gear survive and uh i mean I'm not really sold on the premise because it does sound not too much like a Metal Gear game. But then you read the introduction and it sounds so batshit crazy. It went back on the list just at the bottom again because uh, my confidence isn't high. But, but hear this. Following on from the evacuation of Big Boss and Kazuhiro Miller from the besieged mother base, a wormhole opens in the sky and absorbs the offshore plant as well as the remaining MSF soldiers. The soldiers are transported to an alternative reality along with the remains of Mother Base to find the world to find the world full of hostile crystalline zombie-like entities simply known as the creatures. What the fuck? 
<laughs> and the game is a base building game, which is focused on this this base that's come through the wormhole, uh, where you'll gather resources and use them to build your base up, raise livestock, grow plants, uh, progress through the story. Uh, and periodically through the game, portals will open and other people and things and like vehicles and little patches of world will just fall through into your world. <laughs> I mean, batshit fucking crazy. Like, Metal Gear Solid was already pretty crazy, but what? It sounds uh, interesting. I- I've never played any Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> I have no concept of what any of these things you've just said mean. Uh, whenever I've like heard anything about Metal Gear Solid, I've just been like, mm, I can't be asked. Like, everyone says like uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is a really good game. It won loads of awards, Game of the Year and stuff, and I'm like... I'd like to try it, but I feel like I would need to know so much backstory to understand anything that's happening that I just can't be fucked. But this one, you won't, because it's not really set in Metal Gear Universe, because it's uh, the very that's first true. thing that happens. Portal opens, different universe. Everything is completely different. It's not even canon in the Metal Gear story, they said. It's like not even meant to be part of the story. It's just hmm. random fucking idea they had, and they decided to go with it. <laughs> but it's. I think it's going to be... From what I've read so far, I'm not sure. Uh, like only forty dollars, so it's a bit of a cheaper game. But I don't know. I I'm not. I don't think it's going to be in the seventy-five or above on Metacritic. But I think it could also be one of those games that you know what? If you pick it up on your own, expecting to go online and play it, you've wasted your money and time. But if you've got yeah. a mate just to play, blast through with a few uh, for a few weeks shooting crystalline zombies and weird creatures that are running towards you while picking up loot and, and making you know, breeding cows in your base could be a laugh, <laughs> is my thought. So uh, so it's on the list, but it's tentative. We'll give, it, we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. Yeah. All right, when's that coming out? Uh, so that's in February, just a couple of months. No, that's not far at all. So. Nice. All right, well, we've got a few brief other mentions, and we will keep these brief. Um, so I've got the first one, which is Monster Hunter World, coming out on 26th of January on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, which is basically you hunt down giant monsters with up to three friends. So that will be fun. <laughs> yeah. the beta Not, happened, not much to dislike uh, that, is there? <laughs> no, the beta, the beta happened a couple of weeks ago on PS4. And uh, while I didn't get a chance to play it, my friends played it and said it was pretty fun. So I think that's there. going to be probably a buy. But I think that's I what they're going to put on the box it, so. for it. John's friends say it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> quote, quote, five out of five. Sorry, yeah. four out of four. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, this is a complete random aside, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. One of my favourite stories about ratings comes from the Edinburgh Fringe, uh, where there was a comedian who was doing particularly badly, and the Herald newspaper, whatever it was, gave him one star out of five for it. And so on all of his posters, he put Edinburgh Herald calls it a star. <laughs> Just reprinted all of his posters. Just put them all up the next day. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, Monster Hunter World. That's uh, that's coming. That sounds great. Uh, yep. What for you? Oh, this is one we've been talking about for ages. This seems to be going on for bloody years. <laughs> yeah, it has been delayed a couple of times. And I'm going to like say whittle through just two more games that I wanted to mention on this list. Uh, Crackdown Three is coming this year. Uh, I briefly played one of the previous Crackdown games, and it was pretty fun. Uh, I wasn't massively blown away, but I had quite a lot of fun. And it's coming this year, four-player co-op, and its main selling point is basically you can destroy everything. And what's cool is that the physics are actually done in the cloud. So if you're online, you'll get much better physics destruction of the buildings, and it kind of uploads 
quadrants of data of the map onto the servers and then it does cool physics destruction and then beams the results down to you so that's pretty cool the tech tech demo of that was really impressive but it's also funny that you don't get that in single player you only get yeah. that in the multiplayer version of the game but this was supposed to be like one of the crown jewels of like the xbox exclusive lineup for 2017 and it was like a mm. real blow for them when it got moved back to next year so it's going to be interesting to see whether that's because they were having massive problems with that tech that tech seems that that could yeah. go wrong <laughs> badly seems you great know, i mean i'm really intrigued to see it but i can also imagine that's the reason for the delay so we'll yeah. see how that handles when it launches and uh, one final game that i don't know too much about but <laughs> is that a running theme this year i think in the games coming out <laughs> running uh, from zombies theme yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Overkill's Walking Dead, which is a four-player co-op action FPS where you go on missions and raids to collect supplies for your base. Sound familiar? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I'm more excited for State of Decay, which is why I relegated this to the other mentions, but you never know. Uh, this could, I mean, it could still be a lot of fun. It looks good from the trailers, but everything looks good from the trailers. <laughs> I like The Walking uh, Dead. I think that it would be nice yeah. to have new characters and a slightly different spin on it and different universe to explore. Uh, I wonder, I mean, the first we heard about that was just like a random announcement at the Game Awards, wasn't it? Last, mm, yeah, yeah. last week or whenever it was. Um, I don't think this will launch in 2018. My <laughs> feeling is that this seems a little bit too big and I think this will slip, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, some things have to pleasantly surprise us. Yeah. So I have one final mention, which I hope will be a pleasant surprise, uh, which is a game that hasn't been announced. It's not even been said that it's being worked on. But I don't care because I'm pretty confident that it's going to happen, which is Super Smash Brothers on the Switch. Aww. And the reason I say this is because Nintendo is in a pretty dicey situation now. Like you might think, Ben, what, what are you on about? They've released the Switch, global success. They've had Zelda, they've had Mario, they're pretty much top of the Game of the Year awards everywhere. They also released Mario Kai Deluxe, Splatoon 2, you could Mario and Rabbids a little bit. And it's like, yeah, they're all great games. Really great games. Really phenomenally. Like, you <laughs> normally get one of those a year games. Mm. So what the hell are they releasing in 2018? They've got nothing left. <laughs> they've got maybe an Animal Crossing game in them. Maybe somewhere. Uh, Metroid 4, though that might not be next year, should be, but mm. all they've released for that is a logo, uh, which, you know, an intern could knock up in 10 minutes. So they've got nothing. There is an empty slate where shit should be. I think there's probably like a Yoshi's Woolly World, but I'm, you know, that's yeah. not real. <laughs> Ignore that. Uh, <laughs> I so, would go wild for a remastered Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, but that's that's a different thing. Again, that's more of a virtual console y launch thing thing isn't it well i suppose they, they could full they HD could marry a car eight it if they wanted to yeah i guess they could um but failing that i'm pretty confident that we will see super smash brothers switch mm. that's that is my i'm planting my flag in the ground and saying 2018 there'll be a super smash brothers um, and i will look forward to it and i will enjoy playing it muchly nice Great. I like any uh, any other things you want to mention before we wrap up? No, I'm just pretty excited to start playing these games next year. So you know, let's, uh, let's go away now, and enjoy our New Year's so we can do some more gaming. But for now, we're only six hours away from hitting 200 hours played of Rocket League this year. So let's wrap this up and go play that. 
You've been listening to uh, Connecting to Host. You can listen to our other episodes at connectedtohost.co.uk. Uh, previous episodes we've done recently have been in Busy Gun Heroes, Overcooked, Cuphead, uh, and we just did our top co-op games of 2017. Six fantastic games that you should play if you haven't already. Uh, we've got upcoming episodes on PUBG, now that it's 1.0, and Shadow Warrior 2, now that it's uh, how many years old? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to suggest any games to us to play, uh, you could do so at Twitter, at CTHCast. And if you'd like to remove us from the doldrums of not having enough ratings to be rated on iTunes, please go ahead and leave us a nice shiny little four or five star review there with a, a nice little comment to say, hey... That John, I really like that his friends like that game, and I'm going to buy it on that basis. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you for PUBG next time.